Blog Talk Radio. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Houdat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang Bang Niner Gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday, 7 p.m., so that means you are tuning in Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got another one good, uh, another good one dialed up for you this evening. We're going to talk uh, NBA. Uh, we're going to, we had some trades. We had uh, Bradley Bill going to... Uh, going to the Suns, uh, I want to talk, uh, we didn't get a chance to talk John Morant yet, so we're going to talk that suspension. Uh, Zion Williamson, <laughs> definitely got to dive into some talk there as well. Um, some sort of breaking news as well is it looks like uh, Chris Porzingis may be going to the Celtics, what that means in the power, shifting powers of the East as well. Also, I want to talk Draymond Green, Chris Paul. We got a plethora of plus. We're going to get into my one, our one ticket segment, uh, our K Walk and E Scott Care segment. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in and you're not sure what that is, that's when someone writes in and gives us, uh, you know, uh, asks us questions, gives us a scenario, not a scenario, but just gives us what's going on in their lives, and we give them advice on how to handle that. It's a new one, and it's very popular as well. And of course, at the end, we got E Scott's uh, entertainment segment for sure. So with that being said, let's bring in Mr. E. Scott. Mr. E. Scott, how are you doing this evening, my brother? Man, we got summer hating on us because we hotter than the sun. Spring hating on us because we ain't never sprung. Winter hating on us because we colder than y'all. And we would never, we would never, we would never fall. You've been hated <laughs> by the seasons, so forget y'all. Hating for no reason. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, you know how he—you never know how he's going to slide in, man. It's like Kramer on Seinfeld. You know he's coming in. You just don't know how he's going to come in. <laughs> Good stuff there, brother. Good stuff there. Yeah, let's uh, let, let's dive right into it, man. Uh, um, you know, believe it or not, this time of the year, you know, we generally have to, you know, do some makeshift stuff, come up with some stuff here. But we it looks like we got a plethora of stuff here to dive into. Uh, mainly the NBA, and, and again, um, as I mentioned in the beginning, uh, Bradley Bill was traded to the uh, the Phoenix Suns. Um, what that means, and when you first heard this deal, e, right now, everyone's saying they're, well, not everyone, there's some out there that's saying that the Suns are number one right now in the uh, in the West because of this addition. Now, I don't know how you could make that, you know, you know, you could make that determination at this point because right now they only have five guys that are actually signed, you know, to the to the to the roster, you know, um, you know, the big three, KD, Booker, Beal, um, uh, DeAndre Ayton, and I forget the other guy um, who signed as well. His, his name escapes me. We know they're going to fill. We know they're going to fill that roster. They have to, obviously. But E, what say you about this trade? What it means for Phoenix? Do you have them being the favorites coming out of the uh, the West? What say you about this? I do have them number one, but it's a different number one. I have okay. them number one that willing to pay the luxury tax. 
this this, you this strike to me made no no sense at all. Yeah. I mean, because I think Bradley Beal's a great player, but his contract was not favorable, you know, at all. And then he does have some health problems. And I mean, you you couldn't win it last year with KD. Uh, you fired your coach. You only gave him about six months with KD. I don't know. I just think the new owner over there, he, he reminds me of Jerry Jones. Well, not really, okay. but more like George Steinbrenner, trying to buy a championship. I mean, mm-hmm. because everybody knows Bradley Bill should have ended up in Miami. But the godfather, if you will, one Mr. Pat Riley, wasn't willing to overpay for him. I mean, because, like, he, Bradley Bill, he whittled it down to two teams, Phoenix and Miami. Well, Phoenix just went in and, and, and outbid Miami, and mm-hmm. I can't blame Pat Riley for that. I, I don't think I'm willing to go. Well, not Pat Riley. What's your, the owner's name down there? Um, Wayne Hazuga, uh, I think, is the owner um, of, the, of, the, uh, of the Heat. But he yeah. wasn't willing to go that deep into the luxury tax because he's like, look, I don't want to buy a championship. And, I mean, Phoenix is trying to buy one, and I still don't know if, if this is enough for the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's Mickey Harris and uh, this, this, uh, oh, Mickey this the owner Harris. of the okay. Yeah, Mickey Harris. No, it's good. It's good. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to agree with you there, man. I mean, because you mentioned health, and that's 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 a big concern. And when you look, and also on top of that, when you look at Bradley Beal's um, uh, his contract at the end of his contract, he's due fifty seven million dollars, man. Fifty seven million dollars. That's a that's a that's a whole lot of money, man. That's a whole yeah, lot he, of money. Washington gave him the Supermax a couple of years Supermax, ago. Supermax, yes, him, exactly. Him and, him and John Wild notorious for stealing money from Washington. <laughs> something about Washington, man. Something about Washington and them getting yeah. the money, man. You're something about them stealing that money legally, but uh, getting that money uh, legally, but illegal, if you know what I'm saying. But yeah, um, I, I agree um, You know, with this deal. I'm glad that the, the Miami Heat didn't pull this deal, to, to be honest with you. As a Miami Heat fan, I didn't like the deal because you mentioned the health and you mentioned the money as well. And, uh, and Mickey's not going to pay that much. He's not going to pay that amount of money. He's already got money tied up in, in Bam, Jimmy, um, even Tyler Hero. They just signed Tyler Hero to a big deal uh, a couple of years ago. And, in, and not only that, they have um, Duncan Robinson in, in, uh, you know, making a lot of money as well. But you know, there's rumors. You know, you know, if they're if they're going to go out there and get a uh, a Bradley Bill or get a Dame Lillard, you know, Tyler Hero or 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 Duncan Robinson is going to be you know in that um, in that trade package. So you know, when you look at that, you know, that those month that money could come off the books for sure. But yeah, I didn't like I didn't like the Bradley Bill. I never felt comfortable with Bradley Bill. Did the signing and the rumors about it? I was like, you know, I don't really like that fit with Miami. Um, I, I just think that um, Dame Lillard. I'm not saying uh, right now we will get into Dame Lillard though, but I think Dame Lillard was actually you know a better fit there. But as far as the Bradley Beal goes, deal goes and going to um going to uh, Phoenix, I just think that they kind of got the same type of players, man. I mean, I think they're not want to say they're ball dominant. They're far from ball dominant. They're not like a, a James Harden, um, you know, a Kyrie Irving or, or Luka Donis. They're they're not anything like that, but they do have the same type of skill set where they're all, you know, who's going to be that guy is going to facilitate. I don't believe, I don't believe any of them are facilitators. I think those guys are looking for someone to get them the ball so they can do their thing, you know, midway through that shot clock. And I think they all do the same thing. 
But, you know, on paper, yeah, it looks good. It really does. The names look good, but we've seen bigger names and we've seen bigger failures um, as well. And again, their what their Achilles heel was last year, and it looks like it is it's going to be right now, is their their depth or lack thereof. They didn't have any depth last season, you know. After that KD trade, when once that KD trade went down, all of their depth went to Brooklyn, and it just caught. I think it cost them in the long run because of the fact that the matter is, and then you're talking about guys who not aren't healthy. So if they're on the court longer than they have to be, is this going to just it's just going to maximize that risk of them getting injured, you know, for, for sure. So unless they can bring some guys in here, and you mentioned the luxury tax, e, because they're going to have to dip into that luxury tax. They really are if they want a quality team, a quality bench. They're going to have to overpay some guys to come on to that team and say that, you know, are you willing to come off the bench? You know, we'll give you a couple more million dollars, you know, per year, what have you. But they're definitely, with these four guys, um, meaning uh, uh, Aiton, Bill, KD, and Booker, you're gonna you're 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 locked in for for sure, man. You're locked in for a lot of money. In order to get them a, a decent supporting cast, you're gonna have to pay a lot more money um, as well. But uh, let's see how it plays out. It's early. We know that. Um, again, on paper, they they, one, they look strong. Buddy. One one other thing too. So a couple of years ago, Bradley Bill said he was the number one over John Wall when you know at the height of them stealing money. So now he goes to a team where he's the third, maybe fourth option. Katie or Booker is going to be your one. Whichever one is your one, your other one's going to be your two. And if you're going to pay inside out, DeAndre Aiden's going to be your three. So is Bradley Beal, you know, is he going to be comfortable being the fourth option? Mm -hmm. I I, I don't don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, yeah, and you got to factor that in, in as well. And and you get and you, let's throw in Frank Vogel in there as well, their new head coach. And Frank Vogel is, you know, he, he's he's a good coach. He's a good coach. You know, he got the Miami, I mean, the Miami. He got the, uh, the the Los Angeles Lakers to you know a win. I know it was in the bubble. They got a championship. I don't put an asterisk by it because of the fact that the they beat my Miami Heat. So uh, I'm a little biased there, but nonetheless, he preaches defense. So he preaches defense first and foremost. And I don't know. I don't see any of these guys being defensive guys, meaning, you know, KD, Devin Booker, or, you know, or, or Beal. And Aiden, we, we've seen him fold his tent when the, when, uh, when the Bear came in, uh, you know, came into the campgrounds, you know, when they played against Denver. He folded his tent real quick. So I don't know how much, you know, defense he's going to be willing to play as well. And it may frustrate uh, Frank Vogel because that's, he's a defensive first guy, man. So, you got to see how that's going to play in, in, into the whole equation um, as well. Because if you've got a defensive coach who's going to go out there and he's going to preach it, he's going to make, he's going to run it down your throat, and you're not willing to buy in, what's that going what's, you know, that, that could be something that you have to look into as well. But right now, presently constructed, I know they're going to, they're going to fill those other pieces. I know that. But you know, as far as on paper, it's cute to me. It's cute. It's cute. But I just don't I don't see them I don't see them being better than Denver. I, I can see the Lakers getting better, you know. I, I don't see them being better than the Lakers because I think they're gonna bring in some quality pieces. They're gonna bring in they're gonna probably possibly bring in a Chris Paul. Possibly, if not Chris Paul, possibly Kyrie Irving. I think they're gonna get better. And then you know you know that, you know, the Sacramento is still out there. They're a young team on the rise. They got they got some you know, they got a pick, a young I mean uh, early pick in the, in tomorrow night's draft. 
um, as well. And then, you know, you throw some other teams, you know, Memphis. I know Jaron Rott's going to be out for a while, but Memphis as well. And then um, also, uh, what's the other team that's slipping my mind um, right now? I can't think of or who am I thinking of right now. Oh, the, the Timberwolves. Okay. Oh, and Utah, and Utah, and Utah as well. Yes, yeah, so Utah as well. And then Memphis, uh, I mean, not Memphis, uh, Minnesota as well. I, you know, I think that I think they one year under their belt together, Gobert and 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 and, uh, and Towns, Carl Anthony Towns. I think they can make it work. A lot of people don't think that they can make it work, but I think they can make it work. Even if they don't make it work, I still don't think they'll be competitive. And you know, you're gonna have to bring your A game every time that you play them night in and night out. But nonetheless, I say all that to say this: I still think that Denver is the team to beat. I don't think, um, I, and you, I, you actually, obviously you have to throw them in, um, the, uh, the Phoenix Suns in the mix. They're definitely going to be in the mix. I just don't think they're a favorite, man. I just think you, you put them like maybe three or four at, at the best. But I really think all of these teams are going to get better for sure. We, we're, we're, we're going to see that, especially after this trade with Bill, uh, for sure. A, all right, a, we um, – I mentioned John Morant, man. John Morant's suspension came down um, between last week's show and obviously this week's show. And John Morant got 25 games, man. He got 25 games. Um, you know, going into this, E, I, I said, you know, I'm on record saying that I thought it would be 41 at the minimum, and I wouldn't be surprised if he got a whole year. Um, but it was 25 games. I When I first heard that it was 25 games, E, I immediately thought, immediately thought that, Wow, that's too that's, that's too lenient, you know. Maybe thirty games he should have gotten, if, if not forty-one, but somewhere I thought somewhere higher, you know. To be honest with you, but then when someone when someone broke it down, it was actually ten more in, in our in our uh, never had it so good sports radio. He broke it down on Monday night um, on our draft show, and he said that um, you know he broke it down as far as how much he would lose per game, and then overall, and then you factor in the sponsorship that he's losing or he lost, and also he lost the Supermax as well. When you break it down like that, he, I think he's going to lose over $7 million, um, you know, for those 25 million, I mean, 25 million, 25 games. I mean, I, when I look at it in that aspect, in that perspective, he, I guess I, I would say that's a fair, that's a fair, um, fair suspension, man. I mean, even if you were 41 and you, and you break it down even more, um, yeah, obviously he's going to lose a lot more games, but 25 seems fair knowing that he, and I don't want to mess with anybody. I'm not one to mess with anybody's money, anybody's money by any stretch of the imagination, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not one to do that, so I don't want anybody messing with mine. But um, but I think what he brought upon himself um, is deservingly so. But what say you about this? Well, I, I kind of go back and forth on it because at first mm-hmm. I thought, you know, he should be out the league altogether. But then mm-hmm. I thought about it. I mean, he 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 made a mistake, and we live in a society where you know we do have forgiveness. So I'm I'm cool with the 25. He drew the 25. Now if he does something else, then that's it, because that he'd be a you know three time felon, three strikes. But, right. you know, right now, hopefully, you know, he can learn his lesson because, you know, like you said, we don't want to, you know, dip into anybody's money. So, right. yeah, I, with him losing that much, maybe this will be the wake-up call that he needs and he'll get his act together. Okay. So you said maybe. So that was my next question. So so you're saying maybe. If you're a betting man, e, does, is this a wake-up call for Gerard Marano? If you're seeing him two, three, four, five years down the road, what are we saying about John Morrell? Are we saying, oh, he got his act together, or he just can't get right? What say you? 
that that's really really tough to say. Yeah. On the surface, I'm gonna say no. He's not gonna get himself together. But however, I don't know if we'll see it. If he can just stay off the Instagram and you know stop <laughs> right. posting stuff. I mean, he can still do his knucklehead stuff. We just want to know about right. him. Like I said before, if you want to play with guns, hey, dog, you go down there and buy all the guns you can buy and go to the house and you play with them as much as you want to. Just mm-hmm. don't put it on Instagram. But it, it's this younger generation, K-Walk. They seem to be addicted to social media and whatnot, and, and they yeah. can't help themselves. And plus, he might do something that, you know, that he seems is innocent. Somebody's taping it. Uh, recording it and post right. it, and then there you go. And it might right. not be something that bad, but you know, since he's already got two strikes, it's going to be looked at differently. Yeah, and it's kind of equivalent to what Herm Edwards used to say: "Is like, don't press send. In this case, don't press record, man. Don't press record. You know, you could do all that nonsense behind the scenes if you, if that's what you're into, but just don't. I mean, I'm not condoning it because you don't press record." Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not saying that, but the fact of the matter is, if, if that's something you do, do it in the in, in the confines of your your own home or what have you. Make sure you're not, you know, getting you know hurting anyone. If that's what you're into, then that's what you know that's what you're into. But you know, just, you know, you know what? Not everyone wants everything broadcast. In this case, man, it's costing you at least right now seven million dollars. Seven million dollars because someone press record. Because someone pressed record, and that's the minimum. You're 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 losing, you lost, or you're losing a lot more than that, man. So you got to be smarter, you know, smarter with that. And, and and if you don't trust the guys that you're with, first and foremost, eliminate them from your circle. And, and secondly, don't just put yourself in that situation. If you feel like you owe these guys something for whatever reason, you keep these guys around, you know, then don't put yourself in that situation. Don't let them be your downfall. And then on, on top of that, you're doing the stuff that they're, you know, they're encouraging you to do or they're, you know, and, you know, Instagram and, and you know, in this case, Instagram and, and drugs and alcohol, just don't mix, man. It's just it's a bad combination. And you throw guns in on top of that, man. It's just a, it's just a bad combination, man, for sure, man. So for, with that being said, man, I just hope he gets it right. But and, and to, to answer my question, I, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, man. I'm going to say he's going to get it right. And he's going to surround himself or someone's going to make sure that he's surrounded by the right people, man, and just make sure that he doesn't, like you mentioned, doesn't get that third strike. Because I think if we see something like this again, I think it's going to be at least a year, maybe longer. You know, one of those, you know, one of those, we don't know how long this word is, but indefinite suspension. So, and and that could be anywhere from, you know, one one year to ban, you know, and definitely means this that. So, um, but I'm going to give him a bit of a doubt, and I'm going to. I think that this is, you know, once he sees that that direct deposit not going into his or indirect deposit, I should say, not hitting his account, I think he's going to realize that this is real. This is something that that is real. I made a game out of it. I made a joke of it. But me losing seven million plus is there's no joke. There's no joke. I don't care how much money you have. There's no joking to that. Uh, joking about that for sure. All right, good stuff there, E. All right, E. One more guy, man. That's kind of in. A, I don't want to say the similar situation, but in a situation where he could possibly, you know, be losing money. Um, not not from the league. Won't be suspended or anything like that. But just his team 
um, may want to do away with him and and and, uh, and just trade him away because it just seems like he's another guy who can't get right for different reasons. Um, we're talking about Zion Williamson, man. Um, you know, first we're dealing with you know the whole issue that he can't get on the court, can't stay on the court for for injury issues or health reasons, whatever the case may be. You know, there's a lot of talk about his weight and and, and how he can't control that. Um, his injury, a lot of people are saying, is because of those is because of his weight issues, it's causing the injuries as well. But now he comes out with this whole personal stuff <laughs> that, you know, a lot of people know about, a lot of people are hearing about. And it's another distraction, to, to say the least. But And now right now there's, there's a lot of rumors um, surrounding, you know, this whole situation that the Pelicans want to move on from him. E, what say you? Will the Should the Pelicans move on from him, um, or Aaron, will they move on from him? See, that's a tough one for me because I'm thinking if he can get healthy and start playing basketball, all this mm-hmm. other stuff goes away. I mean, because it's different from the John Morant situation where, you know, mm-hmm. there's guns and, and drugs and right. stuff involved. This this is just a 22-year-old kid who got some female drama. I mean, there's a lot, as one of my favorite words, plethora. There's a plethora <laughs> of that in the NBA. So if yeah. he can get on the court and start playing well, he can make all this other stuff go away. Now, if the Pelicans move on from him, I mean, I can't really blame them, but I, I don't really see that he's done anything worthy of being traded unless they're looking at, hey, man, the best ability is availability, and you right. haven't get, given us that. That's the only reason. I can see moving on from them. Yeah, man. I mean, that's I, and I think that's what they they're looking at. I think that you know the first couple of years they're looking at him not just not getting it right. It's not let's just forget about it and it's not even talk about what recently transpired. You know, with the with the situation with the with the female. Um, I think that's just a personal matter. You know, and like you said, a lot of guys deal with that. You know, maybe not in his form or fashion, but they deal with that nonetheless. But, you know, with the whole thing of, you know, you're focusing, you know, we're trying to get you back on the court. We're trying to get you focused on your nutrition, make sure you're in the right position to get back on the court, health reasons, health-wise. But yet your focus is on doing this or getting yourself involved in this. And, you know, there's more, fo- there's, there's more news about this coming out than it is about you being ready to get back on the court. So I, I, I need to know where your commitment is. I need to, I, if, you, if you're at a Pelicans, you really have to sit down with him, his representation, whomever is, you know, uh, you know, uh, an influence, so, uh, influence uh, person in his life. You got to ask him, you got to sit down and say, listen, man, where's your focus at? Do you want to be here? Do you want to play basketball? I, I, I know you love the fact that you're an NBA star, but you really aren't, to be honest with you. You're just collecting paychecks. You know, you're you're an NBA employee, but you're not an NBA worker, if you know what I mean. Stealing money. So, yeah, right? <laughs> Basically, man. So it, it's kind of like, um, you know, what what do you want to do? And, you know, and you can hold him at face value, but you know, looking at his eyes and looking at his body, um, you know, his body expressions or his body language, and you'll know exactly, you know, what his focus will be on. And you just got to let him know, like, listen, man, we're, we're looking to move on from you. And if he's willing to do that, and then 
if he doesn't respond to that with anything positive, then I think it's it's time for them to move on. But nonetheless, man, I just think you just don't wait for it to, to explode because right now there is smoke and you don't want it to blow up. So you know if there's smoke, there's fire, as we they all say. So you don't want it to burn down, man. So if you're seeing the smoke, I say I say New Orleans move on from him. Maybe he needs a new, um, you know, a, a new change of scenery, if you will. Uh, a new look, um, a new voice in his ear, perhaps, you know, another, maybe a coach, maybe a culture. I don't know. I, you know, I, I really don't know. But I, I think the Pelicans really should should move on. I don't know what's going to click for him, uh, but I think that the Pelicans better not wait too long before they, you know, before they can't get anything for this guy and, and before he just implodes uh, for sure. All right, Elon, let's do this. Let's grab our first break here. Uh, when we come back, I want to stay on the talk. I want to stay on the topic of the NBA, and I want to talk about uh, Victor uh, Wimbayami. Wam, uh, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Good gracious. Um, he's projected to go first uh, overall tomorrow night and tomorrow night's draft. I, I want to get your thoughts and opinions on this guy, E. Uh, for the last couple of days, his height has been fluctuating, man. I've heard from 7'1 to 7'4 to 7'5. You know, we'll get into that. But I just want to get your thoughts and opinions on, you know, how do you see this guy, you know, because he's, be uh, he's supposed to be the biggest um, uh, draft prospect since LeBron James. You know, we, we know he's young. We know he's tall. We know he's slim, slim as well. But we'll get into all of that, ladies and gentlemen. Plus, I want to talk about – the, uh, the trade that Woj uh, had proposed, and they're working out. And, again, that's uh, Chris Sopraziggis, uh rumored to go to the Boston Celtics in a, uh, in, in a trade with the Clippers. So um, definitely want to uh, – and the Clippers are involved in the trade as well. So it's a three-team trade. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so you are tuning in to Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Jaquan J. Kelly, a.k.a. Jamel Reef, Master Killer of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with K. Walker and E. Scott. They're taking a quick break, and they'll be right back. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile, LLC, is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash removes your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness for instantly softer, smoother skin you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. Hey, South Carolina. 
Greetings from music recording artist Marcus Allen. Our accountants at Javis Tax Service won the state's best tax office in the state. They're open year-round to serve you from Columbia's only drive through office. Give them a call, 803-419-1001. That's 803-419-1001. Welcome back. Welcome back to Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, uh, we were talking about uh, Bradley Beald uh, trade, the Bradley Beald deal, if you will, John Morant and uh, Zion Williamson uh, as well. Um want to stay on the NBA talk here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and again, they're has been rumors that uh, the Celtics are looking to do a sign-and-trade deal, uh, deal, a three-team deal. Um, The Wizards, Celtics, and Clippers are in uh, talks on a trade that would send Christophe Porzingis to Boston, uh, Marcus Morrison and and draft compensation to Washington, and Malcolm Brogdon to the Clippers. Um, They're also saying that uh, the sides are working on uh, details or working through details uh, on uh, Porzingis' $36 million option. So he would sign the option, and then he would be signed signed and then traded as well. Well, with with that being said, and this is per Woj as well, ladies and gentlemen, so we don't, unless it's, it's, you know, if it's basketball, it's Woj, we don't, we don't, (laughs) we don't announce it if it's, uh, if it's NFL, it's not Shefty. We don't announce it. Baseball is uh, only. Um, list goes on and on. But, E, what say you about this trade and, and what it means for us, for the Boston Celtics? My question, who's the star in this trade? <laughs> I mean, like, why, why is this trade? Can, why is right. trade? Now, Mark Parsley is oh, okay. Okay, well, I mean, okay, come on. <laughs> in this trade, yeah, in this trade. Parsley hasn't been good since um, – um, Phil Jackson drafted him. I mean, he just never panned out to be what what they thought, you know, he was going to be. I mean, he's not a terrible player, but he just don't have the star quality that they thought he was going to have. And I'm saying, like, in this particular trade, this shouldn't be news. This could have happened behind <laughs> the scenes because there's really no star in, in this. I mean, I mean, does it make Boston better? I mean, you mean you got – so Boston's question, what you going to do with Jalen Brown? Well, what you gonna do with that that sixty million dollar contract that you you facing? So I mean, are you are you willing to give up Jalen Bryan? You know, because he can't dribble, and if so, is Parzingis a good replacement for him? I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't see this making Boston better, but I don't see it making them worse either. Yeah, man, I, I understand what you're saying here, but it is. I, I think it does make it definitely makes them better, man. I think it gives them a, a a guy that they need, like a stretch four, stretch. I don't I don't think he's a five because they do have Williams there, and they have Horford um, as well. I mean, if you look at it and you put him um, around Tatum and you put him around Brown and and, and you put him around Smart uh, as well. I don't think I don't I personally think that Smart's not going to be there, but let's say he is for argument's sake. And then you throw him in the mix with either Al Horford or you throw him in the mix with Williams, and and, and Porzingis can stay healthy. Of course, I think it definitely makes him a, a lot better. It makes him harder to guard. Uh, uh, for sure, because you got guys that that can, you know, uh, well, Porzingis is more of a, 
he can go down low. He can go down low. He can definitely stretch you out and hit those threes as well. But Horford could do that, um, you know, can do that as well. But it does add size uh, to them. Um, so, you know, yeah, I, I brought it up because it is, you know, Woj get out. And uh, it's, a, it's a trade that definitely makes uh, the Celtics better. Now, Marcus Morris, yeah, that, that name really doesn't, you know, you know, say, hey, oh, Marcus Morrison, you know, is going to Washington. But then at the same time, you do lose Malcolm Brogdon uh, as well in this deal. And I thought Malcolm Brogdon was one of those guys that came off the bench and was kind of serviceable and gave you what you needed off of the bench, gave you energy, gave you defense for sure. Um, and then if he had to hit shots, you know, he hit shots, but he wasn't in the game to do that. But I like this trade for, you know, for, for Boston. I think it does make them better pro- providing that. Uh, providing that the uh, Christoph Porzingis can stay healthy, and, and you notice either theme here, man. You you we say it all the time, or you say it all the time. The best ability is availability, and a lot of guys that we're talking about right now, and for various reasons, whether it be health, whether it be personal reasons, whatever the case may be, these guys can't seem to get you know to stay on the court for whatever reason. You know, we talked about Beal. Beal's known as you know, a guy who you know, he missed a uh, ton of games last year. We talked about Zion Williamson. We talked about John Moran. You know, um, the list just goes on and on, man. It seems like all of these guys that we're talking about, and they're big names for the most part, for the most part. But they just all have issues, man, just as far as staying on the court for whatever reason. So, you know, you got to ask yourself, that, you know, that question, like what's going on there? And it's not even load management, man. These guys are just legitimately hurt. So load management is one thing. Being hurt is a, is another thing, or injured, I should say. Uh, I should call it injured. Um, but nonetheless, man, I, w- I want to talk about another guy who seems to be, if he can stay healthy, he's young enough. He, and, again, as I mentioned before the break, you know, he's the biggest pros- draft prospect since LeBron James, and that's Victor uh, Wimbayama. And young kid, man, um, again, his weight, I mean, his weight, his size has been fluctuating as far as his height goes, 7'1", 7'2". So I think that the tallest I've heard of is 7'4 right now. So the last couple of days he went from 7'1 to 7'4". But nonetheless, let's just give it the average, and let's just call it 7'2", you know, 7'3", whatever you want to call it. Hey, what, what, um, did you get a chance? I know you have, but, you know, what, what are your thoughts on this young man's uh, ability coming into uh, the NBA. He's going to be, you know, obviously there's a lot of hype around this young man. Uh, he was in New York last night at Yankee Stadium. He threw out the first pitch, if, if you want to call it the first pitch. He was on the subway. He couldn't fit in the subway. He had to duck in one who's standing up in the subway. But nonetheless, um, a lot of hype around this guy, man. He's long, obviously, a little thin in the skin. Um, what say you about uh, uh, Wimbayama and uh, in this case, and then do you see him being uh, a superstar? And keep in mind, you know, he will be going to, you know, uh, going to uh, the Spurs uh, and that organization. And we we talk culture, you know, we always hear the Miami Heat culture, but Spurs have a culture as well. Uh, but what say you about uh, this young man? Well, I mean, I wish this young man the best, but I think they're putting unfair pressure on this young man. But that's what mm-hmm. we do here in the media, because to say he's the biggest prospect since LeBron, those are really, really big shoes to fill, given that hindsight lets us see what LeBron has already done. And now we're saying that this guy has got to live up to to those, you know, goals, if you will. 
Um, I don't know that he can. I mean, his size bothers me. I mean, but then again, KD's size bothered me when KD first came in the league, too. Right. But he seemed to be able to get it together. I do think this dude needs to put on some pounds, though. And where are you going to play him? Because some say, you know, he's mm-hmm. got point guard-type skills. But then at 7-4, you want to put him on the block? I mean, what are you going to do there? And, I mean, even though he may have great ball handling skills, being that tall, a smaller guard is going to try to pick his pocket. And, and you know, I, I just don't know how that's going to work out. out. And then if you play Denver, when the Spurs play Denver, do you put him down there on Jokic, the Joker? Because that might be his last game. I mean, because the Joker is big and physical and strong. So, yeah, I think this guy, I think he's going to be good. I'm not ready to say superstar yet because I think they're overhyping him. But he could yeah. be superstar. I mean, because think about it. They said some of the similar things about Zion. And fast forward right. three, four years, where are we? Right. You're absolutely right. Then. And I can't argue with that. When you when you look at that, everyone's always looking for that next guy, that, you know, that next MJ, that next Kobe, that next LeBron, you know, that type deal, um, or in this case, the next Joker. You know, a lot of people are saying that, you know, when he plays against, when he plays against Joker, which he's going to be playing against him, I think, what, four to five times a year because he is in the Western Conference. So he's going to play with him. I don't think any – I think, you know, Joker can back him down. Joker can definitely do that. But what I think that he can, you know, he can combat that or he can compensate for it, the lack of size is his, 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 his length. He has an eight-foot wingspan, and that's saying a lot, man. I don't care how tall you are. That's, you know, you're going to really have to shoot high over him, even if you are able to create space. He can, you know, um, you know he can recover from that space if, if, if uh, Joker backs him down. It's, I think it's going to be hard for him to, to shoot over, meaning Joker is hard to shoot over this guy. But, again, I like this young man. I, I, I watched his film. I know it's, it's mostly highlights. I know the other night he only had seven points. But I think it's one of those games where he doesn't want to get hurt. You know, he knows that he's about to get drafted number one to the San Antonio Spurs. So it's kind of like I don't need to prove anything more over here. I'm, you know, it's self-preservation basically in my eyes. I don't think he needed to go out there and do that because I think he can go out there and easily, you know, he could have in that particular game, he could have easily scored 20, 20, and he could have had 20, 20. He could have 20 points and 20 rebounds and, you know, five, six, seven blocks, man, because he is that long and, but I think, and again, this is all predicated on health. He doesn't seem like a young man who's going to go out there and do anything stupid. It seems like he's got his head on straight. Um, he's surrounded by, you know, good people uh, from what I've seen and listening to him talk to different people and, and answering the different questions. But I, you're right. Zion did the same thing. You know, um, a lot of these guys, you know, John Murat did the same thing uh, for sure. But um, I don't see this guy. Um, I don't see this guy going off track here, man. The only thing that I can think that can hinder him would be health, and I, I don't think that's. I don't think that. And if, it, if he can, if he can avoid that, then I think he'll be all right, man. Because he doesn't. He hasn't shown signs, and I'm not going to wood for this young man. He hasn't shown any injuries or anything like that. And generally, when you get a guy like this and his build. You think that it's it's going to be it's going to be something hampered with you know joint issues, ankles, knees, or what have you. But he seems to be um, uh, on course uh, for sure to to do the right thing. 
I think he's going to be all right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say in the next five years, we're going to be talking about this young man. And I think because of the situation that he's in with San Antonio, with Popovich and that organization, and he has some, you know, decent guys, you know, around him uh, for the most part. Um, and I think they're going to, I think they'll get it right. And then they'll, they'll build around him. And I'm just looking at the roster right now. I mean, they don't have any names that stand out to you. But, you know, with Pop and that guy, you know, they'll, they'll make something work and they'll bring other guys around them uh, uh, for, uh, for sure, E. All right. Good stuff there, man. And, uh, E, let's stay, uh, again, let's stay on the talk. And Draymond Green, man, has come out and said that – well, he's didn't come out and say he declined the option, uh, the player option there with uh, – uh, with the Golden State Warriors, it was a one. It was a twenty-seven million dollar uh, player option. He opted out, and you know a lot of people are saying the dynasty is over. Uh, you know, you know where Draymond is going to play. He, you know, rumors saying that he wants to play with LeBron. Is this just a ploy, man, or for him to, to to get more years, get more money from the Warriors, or do you think he legitimately is considering leaving the Warriors? What say you? No, I, I, a couple of years ago, he wanted a max deal, and he never got it. So, yeah, I, I do think this is a ploy to get that max contract with more money. But even if it doesn't work out, I think he's okay walking away from the Warriors because, like you said, the, the rumor is he wants to play with LeBron. So, yeah, that, that might be something that's down the road. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I think he's just using that as um, – as a negotiation tool, uh, if you will, a ploy, uh, for sure. I just think that he's that guy, man, that, um, you know, I, I don't think he wants to break this up just yet. I, I think he still feels like they may have another run in them, you know, if providing that clay can be the clay of old. You know, if we see that clay that we saw in that series against, um, uh, I think it was against the Lakers, then it's going it's going, it's, it's going to be a long, you know, a long rest of the career for those guys, but do you do you see um, do you see Clay getting back to himself? Is this dynasty over? Um, who do they bring in? Because they seem like they're all in on Jordan Poole as well. <laughs> what say you about the Warriors organization? I, I think the dynasty is over because if you're going to go all in on Jordan Poole, then you got to get rid of Draymond. I mean, it's obvious that Jordan Poole is not over Draymond punching him in the face, and I can't say I blame him. I wouldn't be over it either. But, yeah, you, you, you really got to make a choice there. And if Jordan Poole is the way you're going to go, then, yeah, you got to walk away from Draymond. Yeah, can't argue with that, man. Can't argue with that. And, um, what I want next guy I want to talk about here, man, is Chris Paul, man. Chris Paul seems to be in that trade with, you know, I, you know, I didn't mention it early as far as the Bradley Beal deal, um, but Bradley Beal, uh, Chris Paul is supposed to be in that trade. Um, but do you see Chris Paul going to that? Because I don't, I don't see Chris Paul going to Washington. I think they'll work out some type of buyout. I just don't see Chris Paul playing in Washington. I, I just don't see it. Um, but with that being said, there's a lot of talk about him going elsewhere, possibly going to Philadelphia, possibly going to uh, to the Lakers. Uh, what, do, what do you see Chris Paul being at, um, at the start of the 23-24 uh, uh, NBA season? I think he's going to be a member of the Lake Show. I mean, because he's the last one on the Banana Boat crew that LeBron hasn't played with. And I know he <laughs> wanted to play with, you know, all his friends or whatever. But here's the thing. It's over for Chris Paul. That body didn't, didn't let him down. 
um, like from his draft class, there's only a few dudes left still in the league. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, it it it's time to go ahead and you know make them state farm Jake Jake from State Farm commercials or try to get you a broadcasting job. The basketball, I think it's just about over. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with you there, man. I mean, I think he'll give it one more run, providing that he gets with the right spot. If he gets with LeBron and the Lakers, and you know, maybe Draymond Green will go there as well. I just see that as being just a a just a high profile. Um, old man pickup game, you know, to be honest with you, man, because those guys, although the names are, you know, are great, but the, the games aren't the same, man. The games are not the same, and you're not going to see the same result. Um, these guys are all about load management. We've seen it with LeBron. Uh, and, you know, whether he wants it or not, you know, it's going to be load management or not. AD always seems to be out. You know, you know, it's more so due to injury or, or what have you. So Anthony Data Davis is going to be interesting to see how he holds up because he's going to have to play a lot of minutes um, next season, especially if you bring in these these older veterans, man. And like I know, I know we mentioned Kyrie possibly going there as well. We'll, we'll talk about him in a second, but yeah, Chris Paul going there um, is is an interesting one. Like you said, it's someone that LeBron hasn't played with um, as of yet. But uh, let's let's talk Kyrie, man. Is, is do you see Kyrie? Where do you see Kyrie playing? I know we kind of touched on it last week, but it's, he's still out there, man. And, and no one's really talking about Kyrie right now. Is this? Do you feel like he's just going? He's going to be back with the to, with the Mavericks, or is there a team out there that no one's really talking about that you can see him signing with? I think Kyrie starts the season not not in the league. Now, he might get wow. picked up later. I mean, because think about it. If somebody was checking for Kyrie, they, they would have got him by now. I mean, he he because, he, like, Kyrie is a hell of a basketball player. It's just mm-hmm. all the stuff that comes along with it that teams don't seem to be willing to put up with. So I don't really see anybody checking for Kyrie right now. I mean, maybe Dallas, but and, – and, and that's not going to work with him and Luka. So, yeah. So, I mean, maybe somebody will pick up Kyrie, but I don't think it'll be at the beginning of the season. He's going to be like your boy Tristan Thomas. He's just going to look up one day, and he's sitting down on the bench. You're like, hey, man, where you get here? Where you come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, exactly, man. I mean, I, I'm not hearing anything, man. I'm not hearing anything about Kyrie, and there's no rumors. There's no fake news or anything like that. Usually you'll hear fake news, you know, that he's going to sign with, you know, you know, the Knicks, he's going to sign with whomever. Uh, just throwing some teams out there. But, um, yeah, I think after that Bradley Beal deal, because there was a lot of rumors about him going there and then there's rumors about him going well, at the beginning when he was, um, you know, in the beginning of free agency that he was going to go with the Lakers. Now it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. And I just think maybe he's waiting for the smoke to clear and see, okay, all right, he went here, Dame went here, Dame is there, Beal is there. Chris Paul is here, whatever, what have you, whatever names he has on his radar as far as where they go and where he's going to, to sign. But I, I think he needs to do that quickly, man. That way, if it's a new team, if it's not with Luka, if it's not with the Mavericks, I think he has to, you know, get in some, somewhere quick to build that cohesiveness um, if it's possible, man, if it's possible for, for him to do that. All right, one more one more scenario here, man. I heard this rumor as well. 
Dame Lillard going to the, the the Sixers. I know we talked Dame a little earlier, but I just want to just get your thoughts and opinions on the Sixers and him possibly going there and, and them having to and what they would give up. If someone posed this question, and it was actually a rumor, and I just posed it, but it's a rumor that Dame would sign or Dame would be traded to the Sixers for Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, and some other pieces uh, as well. Dame Lillard and Joel Embiid, um, and, and James Harden would be out out of there. He would sign, you know, he was going to be signing with uh, Houston. Let's just say, I mean, that's that's what I'm hearing. James Harden is not going to be with, um, it's not going to be with the Sixers, but Dame is going to be traded to the Sixers for Tyrese Maxey and for uh, Tobias Harris. What what say you about that that possible trade? I mean, I really want Dame in Miami, and I know Dame wants to be in Miami because he wants to play with them. But I mean, I think he could go to the Sixers, and wherever he goes, he's going to make the going to make the team better. Um, I think it would work out a lot better between him and Embiid than it between Harden and Embiid because um, Dame is not that ball dominant like Harden right. is, but he's right. a lights out shooter. So yeah, I think that's a good move for Philly. Yeah, I mean, like like you mentioned, I think anywhere he goes is going to be a good fit for the most part. Yeah, obviously, I would love him in Miami, but you know, with Dame and and, and Joel Embiid providing again, Joel, Joel Embiid can stay healthy. That that would be a lethal combination because, like you mentioned, he's not a ball dominant guy, and that's what makes him work for a lot of different teams because he doesn't need the ball for you know eighty five, seventy five to eighty five percent of the shot clock. You know, he's just getting in his hands and and it's game time, if you will. Um, but yeah, I, I would love him in Miami, man. I think that'd be a great fit. Um, let's see what happens. So last thing here, Ian, this also came through right before the show as well, is that I think I sent it to you, I'm pretty sure I did, that Portland is no longer fielding calls from uh, from other teams. There's been a lot of calls about Dane Willard and, you know, proposals, offers, things of that nature. When you hear that, E, what does that say to you about uh, Portland and about Dane? Does that say to you, one, Portland's going to stick with with Dame Lillard, they're going to trade tomorrow night's pick because Dame Lillard did come out and said, like, listen, if the Portland Trailblazers draft, you know, whomever there is, I think it's Scoot Henderson as they're projected to draft tomorrow night third pick, he doesn't want to be a part of because he doesn't want to be a part of a youth movement. Movement. He wants to be. He wants to be with a veteran team who wants to win, who can win now. So when you hear Portland says, okay, we're no longer fielding, call, fielding calls. Do you think it's something that you know Portland's saying? Okay, we're overwhelmed. We got some great. We got some great offers here. Are they just looking at this and just dissecting it and say, okay, which one is the best offer? Or do you think they're just going to keep Dame? What would what, say you? Yeah, it's like you just said. Either it's one of two things. Either a deal is already in the works mm-hmm. to move Dame, and they know exactly where they're going to move him, or they've decided to keep him. Now it's hard to say which one it is, but if they've decided to stop taking offers, something has been decided either way. Right. Either it's been decided to keep the right. name or even it was decided to let them go, and we know where we're going to send them. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards where I'm gonna lead towards that that they're gonna trade them. And I think they got they got a lot of they got a lot of calls and they got a lot of offers, so they know they can get something, you know, what they need for them, and then they can get a young guy too. And again, as I stated, it could be either Brandon Miller out of uh, 
out of Alabama, or they can get uh, Scoot Henderson out of uh, the G League, uh, the Ignite. Um, both, I, I don't think you can go wrong with either one. I'm I'm more of a Scoot Henderson. I mean, Scoot uh, Henderson guy. Um, than I am a Brandon Miller, and nothing to take away Brandon from Brandon Miller because Brandon Miller has shown me that he's mentally tough, man, and his game definitely um, can uh, transition to the NBA. And what he's shown with everything that went on last year with that whole gun situation and with his teammate and things of that nature, and, you know, um, it came out and the reports came out and said that he was the one who purchased the gun for the player who ultimately killed that young woman. So he came out, man, and, you know, whether he had anything to do with it or not, he was still named as being the guy who gave him the gun. And he came out, man, mentally tough, and he scored 41 in that game after that. So, and a lot of people are comparing him. I don't see the comparison myself, but um, KD and and and, uh, and, uh, and Paul Pierce, uh I uh, I don't see the game or Paul George. I'm sorry. I don't see the comparison there, but I do see his game transitioning to the NBA. We're going to see tomorrow night, man. We're going to see tomorrow night if Dame is going to be a Portland Trailblazer or if he's going to be uh, traded elsewhere. Because um, if they go, if they don't trade that pick, if they don't trade that pick and they and they, they draft that number three, we know Dame is we know Dame is going somewhere else. So uh, it's going to be very interesting uh, to to see that for sure. All right, guys, good good stuff there, E. As always, let's do this. Let's grab our next break here. When we come back, I want to switch gears over to the NFL, E. And and there's talks uh, DeAndre Hopkins and, and and Dalvin Cook or Dalvin Cook said come out has come out and said that he wants to team up with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, it, it's possible. Shefty has come out and said that, you know, it's still possible but highly unlikely. I want to get your thoughts on this. Um, you know, will it happen? And if it does, you know, will uh, you know, where's the best fit for them to go uh to go to and, and, and team up together, uh, for sure. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning to Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Be back. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson and Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. 
but like you mentioned, you know, Bill O'Brien is that guy, and he was the you know the head coach at the, you know, uh, in in Houston when all that went down, and that like you mentioned, that was really ugly. Um, you know, that that sure enough was ugly how that went down. I just think that Houston gave Bill O'Brien too much control too soon, uh, for sure, and he just did not know how to uh, did not know how to handle that. Um, but yeah, so it, it's, it's baffling to me right now. I don't know where D Hop is at right now as far as his mindset and where he wants to go because I don't think it's going to be New England. It could be, but two days in New England, back to back, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever the days are, two days there, and you don't come out of there with a deal. I mean, that's that's saying something. So maybe he has his eye on something else. Maybe he's using that as a negotiation uh, uh, tool. Uh, I don't know. Now, as far as Dalvin Cook, I'm, I'm right along with you. You know, there are guys out there. Kareem Hunt's still out there. Ezekiel Elliott's still out there. I think he's better than – I definitely think he's better than Ezekiel Elliott. Um, Kareem Hunt is a different type of running back, but, um, you know, you you know, if Dalvin Cook is looking for a certain amount of money, I think you can get Kareem Hunt for, uh, for a lot less, for, for cheaper. So, Dalvin Cook, I, you know, obviously he's a free agent. He can sign wherever he wants to sign. You know what, E? I, I don't. The probability of it happening happening is, I, I would say it's a, pro, a small probability, man. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I just don't think both. I don't think any team was going to want to bring those guys in together. Not because you know their head cases or you know their character issues. I just think the money aspect of it just won't work. And if you do, if they, the team does have the money. I don't think it's a team that Dalvin Cook and, De- and DeAndre Hopkins want to uh, want to be a part of, um, especially if they're looking to win. Because if you got money right now and you're able to spend a bunch of it, that means you're not in the position to win uh, right now, anyway. So, um, yeah, I say they don't sign together, but um, Dalvin Cook, it's going to be interesting to see where he, where he goes, man, for sure. D-Hop is pretty much – he can go wherever he wants to, man. And, he, and he's come out and said, you know, wherever receiving core I go to, I'm going to make it easier for the other receiving core. All right, D-Hop, sounds all good. You don't have to sell yourself, bro. Just where do you want to go? Just where do you want to go? I think you can pretty much pick where you want to go for the most part. So let, let's see how uh, uh, let's see how that, uh, that, that plays out uh, for sure. All right, guys, uh, good stuff there. E, e I want to – take a pause on talking uh, sports right now, and I have to ask you, man, Saturday was the uh, Capital Casino. Uh, I saved this spot for you, brother, and I want to, you know, for the most part, what you could talk about, I know there's some things maybe not be able to talk about, but what, uh, you know, there was a lot of hype around it, there's a lot of promotion going on, um, not just on our show, on our platform, but other platforms as well. Um, your thoughts and opinions on, on, on this, E, um, uh, for sure. Tell us how it went. Um, you know, just just give us some stories and whatever you can tell us, man. The floor is yours, brother. We got a song in Kappa. It says, the road to Kappa land is long, rough, and rugged. Takes a hell of a man to make it on through. If you ain't man enough to keep up this lonely journey, get your ship off the road and let a real man through. Get your <laughs> ship off the road, because Kappa ain't for you. 
Man, K-Walk, we had a time. We had a blast. I mean, the turnout, the turnout was great. I mean, nice. the jazz the jazz saxophonist at the Happy Hour was really good. It was open bar. It had the ladies there, you know, dressed in their finest summer dresses. Nice. I mean, it was a really, really, really good time. I know you probably saw some of the pictures of the video that we posted when we, did, when we did the stroll. But yeah. yeah, it was it was it was more successful than than we thought. I mean, it, mm-hmm. like I said, it was a lot of people there. I mean, not, not, nothing big happened, you know, that we can't talk about. But um, right. a lot of the brothers, a lot of the brothers were there. Like I know that you could have put, you know, faces to names in some of the photos that we mm-hmm. shot. But um, all the brothers that we had on the show, they were all there. Like Gus Johnson was there, Deuce Club was there, um, Bernard see. was there. Uh, who else did we have on? Uh, Silk Sonic was there. So, yeah, we, okay. we we had a really good time, man. It was a yeah. nice turnout. Um, we gave away some good prizes. We raised nice. some money, you know, to, to benefit, you know, the, the Winter Park community, our capital, our award-winning capital league. We raised money mm-hmm. for them. We can help, you know, send nice. these boys to college and help them nice. out. I mean, we already have the date for next year. We're doing oh, you still my next question. Uh, we're doing it June 8th, 2024. That's how successful okay. it was. We went ahead okay. and booked the place for for next year. Uh, man, again, I'd like to thank everybody who came out, um, yeah. who had a good time, who chopped it up. I mean, again, the food was flowing, the drinks were flowing. Mm-hmm. It was just a really, really, really good time, man. I thank you so much for allowing us to promote it here on Sports yeah, Talk with K-Walk and D. Scott, man. And hopefully next year, K-Walk, we can get you down here. Hey, I mean, man, you, you gave me enough you, notice. You, <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you got to bring the wife, though, like you said, because you said you don't know any good divorce attorneys. Yeah, you, you want to bring her in. This is not a trip you want to take solo. A lot of my friend brothers are married, um, got girlfriends yeah. or whatever. So it was some right. single people there, you know, couples. Um, again, it was just a really, really nice time. Capital Casino 2023, Capital Casino 2024 is going to be June 8th. All right, man. All right, man. I'm, I'm marking down the calendar. I'm going to, you know, put it, uh, present it to my wife, try to sell her on that because it's at least a year away. So let's see what we can do next year. <laughs> Not sure if I'll be successful in that. But let me ask you this, because you actually asked me, you asked answer my next question, and if, if you guys want to have it, it's going to be a yearly thing. But you answered the question, so uh, so great stuff there. Oh, it's, it's next... been a yearly thing. It's been a yearly thing. Already. Oh, really? But I'm just okay. saying we don't usually book the date this far out in advance. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, so I, this might you, you might that with that being said, this might answer my next question. But did it did it meet or did it exceed expectations? Definitely exceeded expectations. Okay. Um, right. With the people yeah. that were there, I mean, everybody came dressed in their fly summer outfits, nice. linen suits, summer dresses, sundresses. I mean, it was a really it rained, but we were indoors, so that's okay. Uh, okay. I mean, it was just a really really good time. Yeah, what's the, um, what what city did it take place in again? E? Winter Park. It's, it's a it's a sub. Oh, that's the name. Oh, Winter right Park. Now. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because right. our chapter is Winter Park alumni chapter. Yeah, and, no. Uh, Winter, Winter Park is just it's a sub city of Orlando. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's why I didn't. Worry. I knew. I thought this Winter Park was just the name of the chapter. I didn't know it was actually a, a sub part of uh, Orlando. Okay. Good stuff. Hey man, let's. Well, we got our good buddy here. Am I? Am I? Uh, 
my co-host on Tuesday nights. Uh, Sideline Speaks along with Brittany Jones. Mr. Jason Collins is joining us. How are you doing this evening, my brother? Thank you so much for joining us. What's going on, fellas? I'm doing great, man. Good to be on with y'all. Hey, what up, Jay? What's going on, E? <laughs> yeah, we were just going over, you know, Cafe Casino, man, and, you know, we, um, E's been promoting it. The brother's been promoting it, man. And, I, E, I remember, man, um, you first started this, and you kind of took a hiatus from the show um, to do this, man. And, and and I was like, okay, good, he's going to do this. Wow. And, you know, this is, you know, sometime after you, uh, you know, your, your post-grad, I mean, after you graduated, and I was just happy, man, that you, you went through it, man. I know it was something you, you wanted to do. You did it. And I'm, I'm just happy for you, brother, man. And you and it just seems like you were just like, you know, a fish to water, man. It was just like you, it was just meant to be for you. And you, and you took it on, um, you know, you took it on so easily, man. It was like second nature to you, like you was born to do it. So, so great stuff there, man. I just want to say that first and foremost. I, I, I appreciate that, man. Jay, maybe we can get you down to Orlando next year. You <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard you trying to get K Walk on board. You know, that's a short, shorter drive for me, man. So, um, yeah, if K Walk goes, man, maybe me and K Walk can, can go together man we can get get a, a you know a weekend or whatever it is away and just come up there and, and have some fun yeah jay we just got to get some good attorney divorce attorneys on retainer but yeah it sounds good man i mean we had a lot of brothers come on here jay and, and ladies and gentlemen you, you listened um had a lot of brothers come on here and pretty much say different things, but they were all saying the same thing at the same time is that it's something that, you know, that it was big and, uh, and I just, well, I, I wanted to be down there to be honest with you. And then I just, you know, just did what I could to, to, to help out and be a part of that, man. So again, E, I'm happy for you, brother, man. And, uh, and, and, and this, and I'm glad that everything exceeded expectation, not only met, but exceeded expectation. And I had no question that it, yeah, no doubt. And I had no question that it would because, and all the all the good brothers that that came on and promoted it, man. So, so good stuff. And and uh, we couldn't do it. I, I could not go without the show without uh, without uh, finding out exactly what not exactly what happened. But you you know what I mean. <laughs> all right, good stuff. <laughs> good stuff there. All right, guys. Let's uh, let's take a quick pause here. We're at uh, what eight oh nine right now. Let's take a quick pause. Let's get into our one ticket segment. And uh, I want to ask these guys. Actually, I know Jay's. You know, I'm trying to find. I think I had a backup uh, segment. Let me see if I can find that during the break. But um, I did have one last night, and I and I have one. I thought I had a backup just in case Jay came on. So um, let's do this. Let's just take a quick quick pause. When we come back, we'll get into our one-ticket segment, and then uh, we'll, we'll let these guys know. Um, see which one they choose, man. See which one they choose for sure. Again, ladies and gentlemen, Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. <laughs> Opportunity. Seize everything you ever wanted. 
one moment. Did you capture it? Just let it flip. Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous. But on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how. Welcome back, welcome back. Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, when you hear that theme, uh, it's time for the one-ticket segment. And um, I did not have a backup. I thought I did, ladies and gentlemen. But nonetheless, uh, you know, um, let's let's present it nonetheless. Uh, Jay, I'll start with you on this one, Uh, Jay. um, I kind of know where you're going to go with this. It's the same one I presented last night on the Sideline Speaks, but I'll recap it for our listeners and for E as well. Um, So we got, uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, we've got four events. We got one ticket. Um, this this week's theme is uh, NBA Finals. Okay, not just one game. This is the NBA Finals in general. These are all all finals that went to Game Seven. So you have one ticket to pretty much the entire finals here. Okay. So the first one, Jay, is we got the Cavs uh, and the Warriors uh, in 2016. Cavs uh, the Cavs came back from three games to one uh, to beat the Warriors. Also, we got the 2010 Lakers defeated the Celtics in Game 7. 2013, we got the Heat, LeBron, Bosh, D. Wade, Ray Allen with that big shot to force Game 7, to force it to a Game 7 versus the Spurs. Again, that's 2013. And and a goodie as well. I like that. I threw an old one in for our uh, our older listeners who may know a little bit something about this. 1994. The Houston Rockets beat the uh, the uh, New York Knickerbockers, led by uh, the, the Rockets were led by Hakeem Olajuwon, and the Knicks were led by Patrick Ewing. So again, 2000, 2016 Cavs beat Warriors, 2010 Lakers beat Celtics, 2013 Heat beat Spurs, 1994 Rockets beat Knicks. Jay, one ticket. What event are you using it for? You know what, K Walk? I I've misunderstood last night. I thought you said oh. that the Celtics beat the Lakers. So did the Lakers win that championship? Yeah, that's a Kobe championship. Yeah, that's oh. yeah, Kobe. Yeah. Okay, so so I'm changing my answer. Okay? Oh, okay. I'm, right. I'm going Lakers Celtics here. For some reason, last night I thought that that was the one the Celtics uh, beat Kobe and the okay. Lakers. And I so nah, yeah, I I'm definitely man Kobe winning it. That was that was without Shaq, right? That was Kobe and Powell. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Correct. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So yeah, I'm gonna switch it up, man. I'm gonna take the Lakers and the Celtics for my one ticket. Okay, all right, good stuff. All right, surprise, surprise there. Okay, E, one ticket. What say you? I'm gonna go with the Warriors Cavs when um the Cavs came back from being being down three one. Um, mm-hmm. It was either that one for me or the same one that Jay picked. I mean, I couldn't be out here in 1994 when OJ was out here allegedly murdering people. <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 I can't be a part of that. So, yeah, because I, I remember this is my last semester in college. Oh, yeah. And I got a 13-inch colored television. So it, it's already small. So the game is in the background, and the and the picture in picture is OJ running around with Al Collins. As the day go on, the game is now down in the corner, 
and and OJ and Al are on the big screen. And at this point, this is when it first happened, so you don't know all that you know now. I had right. no interest in that. I'm trying to see the game. My TV already only 13 inches. I couldn't see nothing. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pass on that one. But yeah, when the, when the Warriors um, lost that 3-1 lead to LeBron and them, yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. That's too funny, man. So you had a, you didn't have a pitcher and pitcher. You had a pick and pick. That's what basically yeah. you're saying. Yeah, that's how small yeah. it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, good good stuff there. Uh, but for for me, um, I went with the uh, I went with the Lakers. I mean, no, excuse me. I went with the Heat versus the Spurs. I'm gonna keep it consistent because of the fact that it matters. That's the last time I'm, I'm a Heat fan, ladies and gentlemen. So that's first and foremost. But I just remember that that shot that uh, that Ray Allen hit in the corner, where um, where Chris Bosh got the rebound that LeBron missed, and I got the rebound and kicked it out to Ray Allen, and uh, I remember him telling them everybody to get those the the the, uh, the rope or whatever they had around the court, you know, get it the blank out of here, and um, you know they went on and uh, to win the championship. So I, that, that's the ticket I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna use that for. So good stuff there, guys. And Jay, I'm glad you uh, you switched that up for me. And I'm sorry if I presented it a different way last night. I gotta go back and see. No, I, I, pro- I probably just heard it wrong. I probably All right. heard it wrong. <laughs> All right, good stuff there. Good stuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, good stuff there. All right, for our next segment, this is our new segment here. We got Mr. Jason Collins. He seems to be giving the the most sound advice. So let's hear this one, Jay. When you hear this one, Jay, you're going to be like, whoa, I kind of can relate to this one, ladies and gentlemen. You'll hear it kind of, for the most part, not all of it, but for the most part, I kind of can relate. But with that being said, it's going to be uh, our segment. Get ready for it, ladies and gentlemen. K-Walk. And E. Scott cares when no one else cares. Again, Sports Talk with K. Walker and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Hey guys, so we got a pretty good one for you here tonight. I'm going to just jump right on into it. Dear K. Walk and E. Scott, I'm writing to you today because I don't know what else to do. I married my wife three years ago, and I love her very much. We have a very good relationship. We don't currently have any children, but hopefully in the future. The issue I'm having is with my wife's family. I know when you marry someone, you also marry their family. However, and this is in all caps with three exclamation points. I didn't sign up for this. My wife is the eldest of six kids, three brothers, and two sisters. My wife lost both her parents at a young age, and being the oldest, she has always felt responsible for her siblings. Her brothers constantly come over without calling. They don't even knock. They just walk right in. They treat our house as if it was theirs. 
eat and drink whatever they want without asking. They often overstay their welcome. Her youngest brother has a living girlfriend whom we love dearly. However, he often brings other females to our house. Normally, I would say this is none of my business, but he's bringing these women to my house, making it my business. Her middle brother constantly smokes weed, although never in the house. He smells like he's best friends with Snoop Dogg. Me nor my wife smoke weed, and we don't judge him for it. I just don't like him sitting on my furniture with that scent. It's not easy to get rid of. Her baby sister has a habit of borrowing money and never paying it back. My wife and I are not struggling, but we are not rich by any means. We want to build for our future, but we can't if we keep supporting her. This, these things were not made clear to me early on in the relationship. My wife is a very giving person, part of the reason I fell in love with her, and she has a hard time telling her family no. I've spoken to her about this, and her response is that she feels responsible for them. She states, I'm all they got. Whenever I bring up the subject, she agrees with me that there needs to be some needs to be boundaries, but she gets emotional and starts to cry. I love her, and it breaks my heart to see her cry, so I usually just drop it, and nothing changes. K-Walk and E-Scott, what do I do? Son, about to be fed up. Do you want to go first on this one, Uh No, no, we can start with you and Jay. Which other one do you want to go first? Okay. Uh, I'll go first, man. I'll go first. I know Jay's probably going to have some better advice on this one, but because uh, <laughs> he may not be able to relate. I don't know. I don't know because I can, can can relate to an extent. Now, now the whole thing about uh, them being married for, for three years, and I know she lost her parents. The, the wife lost her parents. And um, Jay, help me out on this thing about uh, the wife and what um, – there's a saying in the Bible about when a wife, when a man takes his wife, he, I don't know the exact saying, but you know what I'm getting. He is his wife before anyone else. So that's yeah, basically yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. I'm, I'm paraphrasing there, ladies and gentlemen, for sure. But nonetheless, is you know he's gonna he's gonna put his wife first. You have to put your wife first and foremost. Now she she seems like well it's not seems like he's saying that she's got a good heart. She's got a really good heart, and she feels responsible for the siblings. Now I need to know how old are these siblings. I know. I want to know how old they are because you got one sibling who's, you know, who has a girlfriend and he's bringing another woman, uh, another woman into their home. So he's old enough to make that decision. So is he not old enough to get his own place, not his his own apartment, his own home, or whatever the case may be? Um, you know. And then you got, you know, someone who comes in there and, and they smoke weed, even though they they smoke as well, but you know they don't want them. You know, no, no, they said home. they don't. They, they said they don't. Oh, I thought they said neither they one did. Them, no, neither okay. one of them smoke okay. weed, but they said okay. they don't judge him for it. It's just that they don't want the friends to smell like, you know, Snoop okay. Dogg's house. All right. Well, right then and there, that's even worse. That's even worse there because if you don't do it, I thought they said they did do it. But if they don't do it, you know, this man has to do one thing. He has to take care of his wife. He has to respect his wife. He has to take care of his wife and you know, understand that she's a good woman. She's not going to say no to her family. But this is their home. This is their build a home together. They want to have children together. You don't want to bring children into an environment like this. You can't. So he has to say, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to sit there and talk to every single one of them family members, and I'm going to talk to them you know, with her not saying anything, and I'm going to simply say to them, listen, 
She loves you guys. She doesn't want me to. This I'm doing this on my own. She cares about you. She loves each and every one of you. And, you know, it's hard for her to say no. But listen, this is my home as well. You know, we want to build a house together. We want to build a home together. We want to build a family together. We can't do that. We can't do that with all of this nonsense coming in and out. I'm not going to blow everybody's business up, but whatever you're doing, I'll point to the guy who's bringing in women. I'll point to the person who's just smoking with you. We can't allow that to happen in our home. We can't allow that to happen in this home. You're old enough to do all this. You're old enough to get your own home. So let's, let's do that. You can't bring all that nonsense into our home, first and foremost, okay? That's, the man has to step up right now and protect his wife, man. And he has to do that. I know it's going to be hard for her to do it because – she loves them, and she feels responsible because she's the oldest out of all of them. So um, he has to protect her, man, and, and listen, it's going to hurt her to hear that, but they have to hear that nonetheless. But what's the UJ? <laughs> no, okay, well, that, that's solid, man. I, you're right. The first thing I thought of was how old are the siblings, right? Yeah. Because if they're adults versus if they're, you know, teenagers or something like that, it, it might change the perspective a little bit. But my thing is this, man, like they've only they've been married for three years. Once you get married, like that's your team. You know Thank what I you. mean? Like you and your wife are a team. Yes, you have other family members, of course, but you and your wife have got to be on the same page. My advice is something he said in the letter. There has to be boundaries. Now, whether the wife wants to talk to them about it or a husband or they both sit down and do it, they have to sit down and lay out these boundaries that, that this is no longer going to happen, guys. Because nope. even if it's family, family will take advantage of you if they, if they know you're never going to say no. They will yep. keep coming back and coming back. Yep. So this would be my advice for him. Figure out how you guys want to do it. But sit down and tell them the gravy train is over. <laughs> now, again, if, if they're kids, if they're teenagers, you can help out where you can. But if they're adults, they got to get this thing figured out. And, and this is going to sound a little bit harsh, but I'm going to say it. They've say been it. married for three years. They don't have any kids. Yeah. I would say if the wife doesn't have it in her to set some boundaries and cut them off, so to speak, then my man might want to think about getting out because once you have kids, once you have kids, That's what I'm saying. And, and then you're all tangled up, it's going to be a lot more difficult to make any moves. So Absolutely. if this is something that's really bothering you and your wife cannot commit to making the change, you might want to think about getting out because, trust me, once you have kids, all bets are off. And any power that you have in that relationship, you yeah. ain't going to have it anymore once those kids are born. So get it figured yeah. out now before you have any kids. And like Martin said, be a man, be a man, be a man. got to be a man, bro. got to be a man. <laughs> so I'm kind of looking at it from this standpoint. They've been married for three years, so they've probably been dating a lot longer. So she knows him. So whenever he brings it up and she starts to cry, she knows what that's going to do. To me, that's a form of emotional blackmail. I don't think she has any plans to change it. I mean, you know, she's saying the right things. Yeah, you know, you're right. We need to set some boundaries, yada, yada, yada. But then she starts to cry because she knows he's going to drop it, you know, to manipulate mm-hmm. him. So uh, I was talking to a friend of mine about this, and what she said was what, what he, she, he should do is tell her, look, you need to talk to them and once you talk to them, if nothing changes, then I'm going to talk to them. The conversation is yeah. going to be a lot better 
coming from you. They're coming from me. I said, because, you know, obviously we can't sit down together and talk to them because it seems like you're on their side. And I understand mm-hmm. you feel responsible for them and those are your siblings or whatever, whatever. But, again, we're trying to build a life over here. There has to be some boundaries. You're not going to just be walking up in my house um, without knocking, and you're not going to be stopping by without calling. And then, you know, I mean, who mm-hmm. ate that last who ate that last yogurt that was in the refrigerator? <laughs> I mean, I've been at work all day thinking about that yogurt. I come home, and it's in the trash can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> even when you look at the trash can and you see the empty container, you still look at the refrigerator anyway, hoping, like, well, maybe it's in there. And then, like you said, like, I mean, who ate my yogurt? And then he like, oh, yeah, my bad. And then they yeah. just keep playing PlayStation or whatever they're doing. Right. I mean, y'all don't have homes of y'all own. Y'all can't go to your house. That's what I'm and saying. As as the, and as far as the brother who keeps bringing other females to the house, now every time I see your girl that you yeah. live with, I, 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 I got to look at her sideways and it's just uncomfortable. You're causing me unnecessary stress that mm-hmm. I don't need in my life. So, I mean, I'm going to need you to get that together. For sure, man. And, and, I, and I think, you know, you mentioned, like, you know, you have to talk to them together. If you can't talk to them together, have her in the room with you. And you do all the saying. You do all the talking. And listen, she's agreeing with it. She's just, I'm saying the stuff that she's afraid to say. Okay? So what I would do is everything that I would say to them, if she disagrees with and I would look at her and say, do you agree or disagree? Do you agree with this? She's like, yes. Or do you disagree with this? She'll say no, whatever the case may be. So then I'll continue on to the next thing. So I just make sure they know that we, my, her, my wife and myself are on the same page, but she's just afraid to say what I'm telling you all right now. That's how I would go about doing it because I'm yeah, not going to no, have that over me. I'm thinking it probably was a situation before they got married that this was the situation at her house. And now that she's married, her siblings don't respect the marriage. They think things could continue like they always have been. You know, they've always, this is my big sister. I'm always at her house. I'm always in and out. I mean, Uh she takes care of me. She gives me money. And now, even though he has married her family, they don't realize they have married him. And so right. they, they, it don't seem like they respect the relationship. Yeah. Yeah, right. and, 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 and also, man, like I feel like, you know, and this, again, this may not sound right, but in some way I feel like she's showing a lack of respect for her husband. I mean, if yeah. they've had that conversation several times and she's not willing to step up to the plate and say, look, for the betterment of my household, these are the things that have to be in place. She's not showing him the proper respect, just allowing her family to just kind of run roughshod all over the place. So I, I'm serious, man. Like, yeah. get it fixed now because you don't want to bring start your own family and still have this drama going on. Yeah, Jay, and that's what I'm saying. If they sit down together and she disagrees with everything he's saying, then that's when I would bow out. That's when I would <laughs> yeah. bow out. Because then you know where her loyalty lies. Her loyalties lie. So if she's disagreeing with everything that I'm saying, even though they talked about it, even though they talked about it and said, okay, well, I'm going to say this. If she disagrees with everything I'm saying while I'm presenting this to the family, then, okay, I'm, yeah. out, I'm out. So I agree with you there. And, and two, I, and I'm not, I know it sounds rough. I'm not saying it's easy. I mean, I'm oh, definitely not, not saying it's easy. That's your family. Those are your siblings. Lord knows I got a bunch of them myself. Tighten it so I understand. I understand, but where you lay your head at night, that has to come first. Yeah, for sure, Jay. For sure. Good stuff there, man. Good stuff there. 
All right, <laughs> you got any more? We want to want to move on. We got our good, good buddy Chris Chris Ortiz holding on. He was a little idle for a minute. You want to bring him in, E, or yeah, you want to move he, on to you? You want to bring him in no, for you, the? You, yeah, he, okay. you can bring him in because Chris always has opinions on stuff. All right, all right, Mr. Ortiz, your mic is open. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. How you doing this evening, brother? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, what up, Chris? No problem. What's up, yeah, you've been on, you you've heard the whole segment. So, uh, what what say you about the about the situation? <clears throat> so I heard half. I, I heard probably about half of the uh, okay. the actual readout. Um, but I mean, I can make heads and tails of it as it is. And uh, yeah, man, like the the very first thing that I'm gonna say is, uh, you ain't showing up to my house unannounced, bro. Let let's get that out the way real fast. Um, and I and I think. Jay made a really good point, right? Like he said there's there's a level of disrespect on on the husband's side, right? Like like you're disrespecting the husband. Um, you really need to just check those people, man, because your house should be a sanctuary, man. Like that's the place where you go to find solace and all of those things. And if you got people coming in there and messing that up, you, it, it's gonna it's gonna throw a wrench into everything else. One thing that I, I learned from my wife now, man, that I didn't believe in until her and I got together, is that energy is a real thing, man. And if you have people coming in there disrupting it, it's going to cause so much turmoil and, and things that you didn't think that would be, like, crazy in your life. So you got people out here acting a fool in your house and doing all types of things. Man, you, you, you can't have it, man. Like, the guy has to come in. If the wife ain't going to do it, the guy got to come in and put his foot down somehow, some way. Because if if you're supposed to be the person that's leading the household and the wife isn't going to be there to check their family members, then you got to be okay with not being liked by people. And and Eric knows me really well. I am a okay with not being liked by people. Uh, and a hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm gonna take farther. Not only are you okay with it, you seek it out. <laughs> yeah, I prefer you. You go out of your way. But there's there's a, there's a reason behind that though, right? Because if if you're a genuine person and I can rock with you, then it's cool. But if you're just there for the drama and stuff like that, man, I got my own stuff I got to deal with. I don't need to. I don't need to loop your craziness into my world. I already got enough craziness for myself. Hey, I'll let y'all behind the curtain on Chris real quick. If Chris messes with you, he one of the best dudes you can know. I mean, we'll literally give you the shirt off his back. But if he don't mess with you. He goes out of his way to make your life extremely difficult. <laughs> miserable. <laughs> miserable. Miserable. <laughs> because at some point, it, it brings me great joy to know that you're miserable. All right, bro. Okay. <laughs> Don't Good get on Chris's bad side. Right? No, Chris, so, Chris needs therapy, though. But, Chris but therapy. Eric, Eric, will, Eric can attest to it, man. Like, it takes a lot for you to get there, right? Because I always give everybody the benefit of the doubt, man, probably more than what I should. But I'm not going to I'm not gonna extend my hand for you to spit in it, you know, too many times. All right, you bro. Do it, bro. Yeah. All right. Cool. Because yeah. – like I could be like you could be an a hole towards me, and that's cool because that's going to give me the ability to be an a hole towards you. And best believe, I am a far better a hole than. Facts. I've seen I've seen it up close and personal. I'm like, whoa. Okay, good. 
Good stuff there, guys. All right, we got our good buddy Special K on. We'll bring him in now because we're, we're uh, up on the clock. On we gotta get the East uh, special uh, entertainment segment. So uh, we'll bring in uh, Mr. Special K in uh, for sure on that. Um, so uh, with that being said, um, we're gonna take a quick pause here. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Eric Scott's entertainment segment again. It's sports talk with K Walk and East Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. <laughs> How you do that death? How you do that death? New Orleans, Baton Rouge. How you do that death? Let me hear the St. Charles. How you do that death? Shreveport, Mississippi. How you do that death? Alabama, Atlanta. How you do that death? Florida, Arkansas. How you do that death? Who that? They want to do that. Run Hey, what up, guys? So what I got for you guys tonight, I got fictional places, um, fictional um like fictional companies from TV shows or fictional places you you'll get it once I start giving them to you so I'm going to give you the name of the fictional place and you tell me what television show that they're from um okay. I got you in the order you came on uh K-Walk, J uh Chris this Mr. K so we're going to start right. with you K-Walk. we got 21 of them on the board all right let me start with uh number 1 Number one, the pit. The pit. Uh, the pit. Uh, the pit. Is that uh, nine hundred two one zero? Oh, shut up! Uh, the pit. The pit. No, no, no. Is that? Oh no, the pit. The pit. The pit. The pit. No, that's not what you. Oh, no, that's um, different world. Different world. Different world. My bad. Different world. Final answer. That is correct. Jay, one through twenty-one. Uh, give me number two. Number two, the peach pit. Say that again. The Peach Pit. <laughs> the Peach Pit. I'm a, I'm going to be terrible at this. I'm going to tell you all that right, right up front. I right. have no idea, E. I'm not even going to hold you. I have final K- answer. K-Walk K- actually gave you the answer, but okay. Chris, it rolls over to you. <laughs> uh, isn't That's 90210, ain't it? That is correct. 90210 <laughs> is the correct answer. Uh, Chris, we on you. Uh, I, I keep the I keep the party going. I'll go with number three. Number three, the Regal Beagle. Oh, y'all know that. Oh, he probably does. He probably does know this. Uh, three. Uh, no, it's not. I don't know. I don't know. Stressor K, it rolls over to you. The Regal Beagle. I'm, oh, I, I do no know. Idea. Damn it. I do know. Damn it. Mm-hmm. What you said, Stressor K? I have no idea. Okay, K-Walk, it rolls over to you. Yeah, you was about to say it, Chris, man. I don't know why I you know. can see you. Three, three companies. Three companies Final answer. Final answer. That, is, that is correct. Three companies. So, K, okay. we on you. 13. Number 13. Number 13. Daily Devil. <laughs> uh, you can bet up to 10. How many do you want to risk? I don't want to risk nothing because I ain't got nothing. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, like, like Jay said, I'm going to be terrible at this. But let's go with the 10, man. Roll the dice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nemo's Pizza. They hung out at Nemo's Pizza. Oh, this is TV shows only? Uh, yeah. Mm. 
You know this one. You've seen this show. It sounds familiar, but I can't call it. Um, uh, Martin. <laughs> Final answer. That is incorrect. It's actually um, Everybody Loves Every- Raymond. Yeah. Oh, is that where it was? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, K-Wall, will you? Uh, give me number, let me see if I want number one. Give me number 21. <clears throat> number 21, Smokies. Smokies. They hung out at uh, Smokies. Smokies. Ah. Uh, I don't know, bro. Smokies, Smokies. I, I don't know, man. I don't know this one, bro. Smokies, I'm just going to guess. Um, I know it's not. Uh, the Simpsons, final answer. What is Smokies? Jay, it rolls over to you. Smokies. <laughs> Man, I have no idea. Um, I don't know. Final answer. Chris, it rolls over to you. I got no idea. I never heard of that. Smokies. Special K, you said you know. It rolled, It made it all that, the way through. That's all American, ain't it? Final answer. No. No, that's incorrect. Mm-hmm. It, it's actually the shy. Uh, right, uh, the restaurant they, they hang out in on the shy. Uh, let's see. August 8th. Uh, Jay, we on you. All right, give me number eight. Number eight, number eight. Monks. Monks. Um, Monks Diner, uh, yes. Monks Diner. I have no idea. Final answer. Chris, Monk. I got nothing, man. Special K. Oh, no, I ain't, I ain't got nothing either, but since it's a TV show, I'm going to go with Monk. Right, uh, K-Walk. Yeah, you know I know this one, brother. It's Seinfeld, final answer. That is correct. It is Seinfeld. It's the correct answer. Uh, Chris, we on you. I'm going to go with 11. Number eleven, the Max. Ooh, they hung out that. They, oh, that is correct. The Max. What is he saying? Say about the bell. That is the correct answer. Oh, okay. K, okay. we on you. Fourteen. Number fourteen, the Krusty Krab. <laughs> Come on, brother, you know that. Hey, that's that's SpongeBob. <laughs> My man. <laughs> that is. SpongeBob is the correct answer. SpongeBob Chris, SquarePants. What, what number did Chris take? I'm sorry, I missed that. I took 11. Uh, 11, okay, yeah. I did mark it. Okay, I took, I'm going to okay. take it down. Okay. Uh, K-Walk, where are you? All right, give me number 20. <clears throat> number 20, the Geechee. The Geechee. Oh, man. The Geechee. I don't know this one either. The Geechee. I don't know this. Um, it's got to be an old school chumpy. Uh, I'm just going to go with, um, I don't even know. Good times. Final answer. I don't know. Jay, you know this one? <clears throat> I sure don't. <laughs> Chris, 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 you got this one? I do not. Special K. Negative. Say it again, Sasha K? Negative. I don't know. Okay. That's the Godfather of Harlem. That, that's your boy's club. Oh, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Jay, where are you? Uh, give me number four. 
So daily double is still out there. So I'll do ten here, man. Let me do ten. I don't feel confident with it, but I'll do it. Okay, for ten points. Axe Capital. Billions, final answer. That is correct. Billions yes, is the correct answer. Uh Jay, where are you? Number five. <laughs> Number five. Nipsey's. Oh, Jay. I'm pulling um, your card, bro. I, no, I know this one. I know this one. Um, living single. Final answer. Jay. Unfortunately, that's incorrect. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's Martin. Martin oh, is the correct man. answer. You're in the right neighborhood, Jay. Man, I've seen every Martin episode and it didn't get that right. <laughs> Chris, I man. should hang up, man. <laughs> um, so we're 19, 19 out there? Yes. Uh, yes, 19. Daily double. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, you have 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. K-Walk has 30. 30 or 30? Oh, yeah, 30. Sorry. I'm I'm a this this is a tough category, man. I'm a I'm a risk ten. Ten. Ask me company. Oh. <laughs> you don't know this? Uh, uh, the uh, Acme Company. Acme Company, right? A C M E Acme. Type it. Hey, type it. <laughs> He fell off. He 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 went off. 
disconnected. Yeah, he disconnected. Oh, okay. You want to give him a second to come back, or how you want to do that? We can give him a second or two. All right. These are tough tonight, y'all. I know this one, but that's uh, too bad I can't get points for this. All right, he's not back yet, so he's so you call it. I'm texting him. Oh, okay, okay. I'm helping oh, first there, out a lot there tonight. There he is. Oh, he's back? Is yeah, he's back. Okay. okay. Chris, we saw you. Yo. Acme Company. Daily Double for 10 points. The only thing I'm going to say, the only thing I know about Ask Me is Looney Tunes, bro. <laughs> That's actually the correct answer. Would have no also, accept, would have also accepted Bugs one and them or Road one and them. <laughs> but Looney Tunes <laughs> is the correct answer. You know, Wally Coyote, instead of, if he wanted to eat the Road Runner, he could have bought several Road Runners for all the money he spent over at Acme. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we owe you. 17. Seventeen, seventeen. Slossom's Cafe. Oops. They hang out at Slossom's oh, that's, Cafe. That's, I already called that one. That's all American, man. It got to be. That is correct. All American is the correct answer. K Walk, where are you? All right, give me. Let me see where we're at. Number six. Number six. <clears throat> number number six. Waystar Royco. The company is Waystar Royco. He don't know this. He's, he's, oh, I, 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 I don't know, but I'm going to throw a guess out there. Though. Waystar, Waystar, Waystar. I uh, don't know. So Sopranos. You don't work this. Jay, Jay. Oh, okay. Just, just, uh, you know I don't know, E. You know I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris, Waystar Royco. Succession. That is correct. Succession. I do watch it, but I answer. don't. Yeah. I do watch it, but I don't. I haven't watched it in a while. Go ahead. Uh, Jay, where are you? We got 9, 10, 12. Uh, 9, 10, 18. 12, 18. Give me number nine. Number nine, Truth Nightclub. Uh, uh, I don't know. Five Lance. Dang it, man. Chris, Truth Nightclub. I don't know. Woo! I special know, K, special K Truth Nightclub. What that boy on the positive side, ain't he? Well, yeah, that, that, that's power, ain't it? Yeah, yes, that's sir. Power, that's correct. Always, always the correct answer. Uh, Chris, where are you? What do you got left? Uh, oh, 10, 12, 12 and 18. 18. 18. Sorry, 10, 12, 18. 18. Yeah, I'm showing that too. I'm going to take 10 for Eli. Number 10, the Bada Bing. Wow, my God. <laughs> um, you said it earlier. Oh, my God. With uh, Tony, um, Sopranos. That is correct. Sopranos is the correct answer. Uh, <clears throat> Special K, we got 12 and 18. 
I think both of these are pretty easy. Twelve, 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 twelve. Twelve. <clears throat> Moe's Tavern. <laughs> Moe's Tavern. Yeah, I said it earlier, too. Oh, yeah, good good job. I like that. Yeah. Uh Sunday night, eight PM. Uh, <laughs> uh you know, been on T V by forty eight years. That'd be uh the census. That is cor- that is correct. Last clue. K Walk, it goes to you. Uh, <laughs> last clue. Vandalay Industries. That's five fell final that is correct. Let's see. Let me tally them real quick. 5, That's 10, 15, 20, 30, 35 for you. Chris has 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 35, 40, 45. So that's okay. You ended up on the positive side with 10. Jay, you didn't You didn't, You didn't. didn't do too well tonight, Jay. We'll, we got to get a category, you know, back boy in your wheelhouse. But, uh, yeah, hey, sure. If, if you got some music that we can play, cue uh, <laughs> music. Yes, sir. Medals round my neck because I won, I won. Now my mama check because I won, I won. I'll be making bad do what I want. I didn't know this one was going to be as tough. Uh, I, I thought they were pretty easy because it was all shows that I watch. Because, uh, like, when I was trying to find some, I didn't want to do shows that I didn't watch. But, I mean, I guess, you know, we don't want to watch the same stuff. But, yeah. Right. Um, um, good stuff, guys. It like we got about seven minutes left here. Well, you can bring us on home. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good stuff, uh, as always, guys, man. Um, appreciate uh, Jason. Appreciate Chris and appreciate Special K uh, for joining us this evening. We ain't going to keep you too long. Hey, guys, uh, tomorrow night the draft is on. Um, we've got a couple minutes here, man. And I, I just want to um, – yeah, I got your thoughts and opinions on this. Uh, but um, who goes number two here, uh, Jay, um, in, in your opinion? Who, do, uh, who does the, uh, the, uh, the Charlotte Hornets go with? Because uh, there's, there's, there's rumors out there that it may go with Scoot. They may go with Brandon, uh, Brandon Miller. But uh, who do you have them picking tomorrow night? Yeah, man, I, I like Scoot Henderson. There's something about his game I like, but I also think him and Lonzo do a lot of the same things. So I really think they're going to take Brandon Miller, man. I think Brandon Miller will be a, a good fit for that team. Six nine can shoot the ball. His game looks like it's NBA ready. So I, I think they're going to take Miller with that pick. All right, good stuff. And next question here, and, I'm, I'm a, and then I'll ask the same got the other guys the same question. Do the uh, Portland Trailblazers uh, draft the other two, either Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson, uh, Jay, or do they trade? Uh, do they trade that pick to keep Dane? What do they do? If you would ask me last night, I would have said they would have made the draft pick. But I'm, I'm starting to get that feeling, man, that there might be some action happening around that number three pick. So I'm, I'm going to say they trade the pick and try to make a move uh, to get some help for Damian or, or do something with Damian. All right. Good stuff. Mr. Ortiz, what say you? Same questions. I actually agree with everything Jay said, right? Um, I think if they – I think they're going to try to – duplicate Lonzo, but if they do that, I, it'll be a waste of a draft pick. And they're getting out of the Michael Jordan era right now, so they don't want to waste any more draft picks. 
And I agree. I think Portland's going to move. They're going to have to move that pick, man. They're going to need to build around it because Portland's going to want to start winning because if not, Dame's going to leave. Yeah. If that's the case, you know, they're going to have to start rebuilding and they're going to need to get another superstar in there somehow, some way. So um, I agree with everything they said. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Special K, what say you? <laughs> it must be a trifecta, man. Um, I, I agree. Um, unless Charlotte never team on, though, which I ain't heard no smoke on that, but um, I mean he ain't done much. But uh, you know, I like I like Jay was saying though, man. Scoop, I like Scoop, man. Scoop yeah. nice. Scoop, yeah, I Scoop agree. Is nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree with everybody else said. All right, good stuff. E, you want to add anything on to that that you didn't add or See, uh, I, already? I, I go a different way. I think okay. they move on from Dame only because they said they've stopped fielding offices and stopped taking calls. So that leads right. me to believe that a deal is already done because yeah. Dame has expressed unequivocally, I don't want to be here for a rebuild. And, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. both of those guys are nice. School and Brandon are nice. But Dame yeah. said, I want to play with veterans. I don't want to be here for a rebuild. So I think right. the deal is already on paper, and I think Dame will out of that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%, man. As we stated earlier in the show, man, I just think, you know, they're they're just tired of fielding calls. I think they have a deal that they have in mind. You know, they stop fielding calls because there's one out there that they really like and it's really attractive to them. So I, I think they, uh, you know, they draft either Scoot or Brandon, whomever's whomever's there at third, and they move on from Dame and they they take that deal, whatever the the best deal is on the table for them, uh, for sure. All right, good stuff there, guys. Uh, that's all the time that we have. Again, thank you, uh, Jay. Thank you, Chris, and thank you, uh, Special K, for uh, for joining us. Um, as I do always, ladies and gentlemen, I always want to leave you guys with something. Uh, this, e- this evening I'll leave you with this. Even if you are on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. All right. For, uh, for E. Scott, I'm K. Walk. For Sports Talk with K. Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. God willing, we'll talk to you next week. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that shit. Mm-hmm. That's that shit. So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. You don't see just how wild the crowd is. You don't see just how fly my style is. I don't see why I need a stylist when I shot so much. Speak Italian. I don't know, I just want it better for my kids. And I ain't saying we was from the project, but every time I want to lay away or deposit, my dad is say, Man,